0: Hey there, my name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. So in the last couple of weeks, I shared a couple of episodes about road schooling. Now, this week, I want to share a little bit of my own experiences. So to back it up a little bit, I have not been a road schooling parent but we almost were, and my family has spent a lot of time in a fifth wheel or a travel trailer over the years. So today what I wanna do is I want to share some of my takeaways from almost becoming a road schooling parent, but not doing it. Now to back up a little bit, my kids are now 14 and 16. This was about a decade ago that we almost did this, and I wish we would have done it. I wish we would have seized that moment in time, and done road schooling for a little while. So here are some of the things that we learned from this. And again, there is part one and part two of this episode. And I will link to that in the show notes below. Just so you know the URL, it is homeschoolthinktank.com slash road schooling and homeschooling. If you don't see that, just put it in the search bar and search road schooling. Okay, so here are some of my takeaways from almost becoming a road schooling family. So we had bought a 45 foot fifth wheel. It was used. There we are. Number one, I think we bought too big of a fifth wheel and it felt a little bit daunting, even though it wasn't an issue for my husband to drive it. He's good at pulling a trailer it's not a big deal for us but I think we might have got a little bit too big of one and that wasn't really the best choice in that way on the other hand if you're living out of a fifth wheel that takes space too but it it was a little bit too big and I know I mentioned this in a previous episode it had like five slide outs a 14 foot two six foot and two seven foot slide outs a stackable washer and dryer and even two back Yeah, it did have two bathrooms in that fifth wheel. So that was sort of takeaway number one. But more about what I want to talk to you about, it's the lessons that I learned while almost becoming a road schooling family, because we were really serious about this. We could have traveled between, we live in the Southwest, from there to California and Alaska with my husband's job. It was a very feasible thing, and as a homeschooling family, it was sort of like, why not? Well, here was one reason we didn't do it, pets. I thought we could deal with this, but as time got closer, I really had cold feet about it, because we also had two cats, and one in particular was very adored. The other one is a little skittish and more of an outdoor cat, but the other one was very much an indoor cat. And I was worried about keeping our pets safe. So that was one thing. I think we could have done it though, because now from where I sit now, I think I just got cold feet and I, we should have, I should have pushed through the fear of the unknown really. So that was one thing. But along our process of almost road schooling, what we ended up doing was purging a lot of our things and getting rid of a lot. I dove into minimalism is what I did. I read a lot about minimalism. I watched documentaries on it. Because it's funny, you can get rid of a lot of stuff initially, but then it can get a little bit hard to actually part with things as you get closer. And then you know i was very sentimental as i started pulling down pictures of my children off the walls i had all these pictures up and i loved them and i thought i'm not gonna have these pictures up what i wasn't thinking about was all of the pictures we would have taken on that trip right so i learned about having too much stuff and let me tell you this process of almost road schooling changed me to my core what i realized even though we never did road school, we were never a road schooling family. But by simply going through the process of almost doing it, it literally was down to the point of getting the house on the market. And that's when I chickened out. I learned that we had way too much stuff, that I spent too much time shopping for stuff, stuff that didn't really matter. It didn't really improve the quality of my life. It was just sort of a recreational thing, you know, just going to (laughs) one of your favorite stores and just browsing around and picking up this and picking up that, it didn't really make a significant difference in our life, right? So I had too much stuff. At the end of today's episode, I will be offering you a complimentary call so that I can help you get started with decluttering your home so that you have more time To spend with the people you love and to do the things that you love to do. So stay tuned. But here's what else I realized. Because I was accumulating so many things, I was also spending too much time cleaning things that we didn't really need, organizing stuff that we didn't really need, and then going out and buying more bins to organize the junk we didn't even need or use. And I also started realizing how much time you spend clipping tags off of things and taking little stickers off of things when you shop too much. It's more than you think. So, what happened as a process of almost road schooling is I became very mindful of what I purchased and. I have to say this has been almost 10 years ago and this has been on my mind a bit lately because we're doing some home (laughs) improvements and I am again finding myself purging and it is easy to get back in that habit of getting too much stuff again over time. I've never gone back to the way I was but yeah I'm human. I go to the store and I buy things here and there. So I'm again becoming very mindful that oh I have accumulated too many things. So by virtue of almost road schooling, minimalism really became a thing for me. And I think I have a lot less stuff than a lot of people, but I still have way too much stuff. I am keenly aware of that right now because we are getting ready to recarpet, and it's almost like moving. You are moving everything in your home as you're getting ready to do these things and you realize how much you have. Oh, here's something that I really became mindful of. I realized that I put too much value on what I owned as opposed to who I was. And at the end of the day, isn't it about who you are and the person that you are being? It is never about your stuff. Yes, I like to have nice things. Clearly, I want to have new carpet in this house that we have. Ours is old and worn out. But I don't put my self-worth into that. You know, I, I want to have nice things, but I want to be a person who is mindful, who is caring, who thinks of others, you know, I, I just am more aware, I suppose, than I used to be about, about that, about putting your value in yourself as opposed to what you own. It's never about all the things you own. And as a result of almost road schooling, part of what came to mind for me was realizing that you know, when I would have gatherings or whatever at our house, you know, I really liked our backyard patio and all of these things. Well, now I was thinking, well, geez, as I'm traveling and meeting new people, I think I don't want to come see me in a fifth wheel. Well, <laughs> you know, do I want to host in a fifth wheel? And probably not that much. So, what I did is I started thinking of all the amazing places you can host things. You know, if you're having a birthday party for your kids, there are. Clearly there are public parks, places like that, but there are a lot of other really neat places as well. Now, if you're traveling out of a fifth wheel, you're probably spending less than you would on a home, right? So I also thought, wow, we're going to have more money. More expendable money. So I started thinking of ways that, well, if we wanted to host something in a really neat venue, well, we can probably afford to cover that expense at, from time to time to have neat gatherings. So it really made me open my mind about how I go about doing things. And it really became about spending time with people as opposed to prepping my house <laughs> and yard before we have a gathering because that wasn't going to be part of the deal anymore. All right. So other things that I learned from almost road schooling is I started thinking about outside of the box ways to help my children learn. There are a lot of amazing ways to help your kids learn. Whether you're road schooling or not, most of these things are things you can do. But, you know, I was thinking, well, I'm not going to want to be in a fifth row well all the time, so we'll probably use our libraries even more. Not to say we don't use them. We certainly do as a homeschooling family. But even more, you know, actually going there to do your schoolwork. Um, national Forests. We would probably be spending a lot more time in National Forests and National Parks museums, gyms, and then there are other places that, you know, museums being from say a children's museum or a science museum or even an art museum, but then there are private venues as well. You know, private climbing gyms or a private art studio where you might go take classes and do different things. So I thought about other ways that we might spend our time or more of it than we did currently. (laughs) Here <laughs> was something unexpected. As part of thinking about traveling and road schooling, I started thinking about well gosh, what about all of our clothing? Because clearly you have very limited space for your clothing and you're going to dress in layers, but you're definitely going to need some things at some times of the year that you don't nether and others. And I didn't want to store those things all of the time. Well what I did one in the summer before we were going to start this is I literally like taped off sections in my closet. It was like a 12 inch section and I found that I could wear the same clothes in that 12 inch section and like one shelf all summer long. No problem. (laughs) Now that was summer clothing not winter so not as bulky but still just something to consider. Now the other thing I realized as far as my kids go I had always saved I have two daughters so my oldest daughter I had always saved her clothing for the younger daughter right? Well I started realizing hmm, if we're going through clothing that fast, I'm not gonna wanna just go buy everything brand new. Thrift stores. And where I live, I sort of live in an area that's between two different (laughs) types of places. One place, I don't like the thrift stores. The other place, they're awesome. And I found many clothes with tags still on them there. So that was sort of an experimental thing. I also realized there's a lot of homeschooling curriculum at the thrift store. And things that you might not consider curriculum, like... Old National Geographics. My daughter bought a ton of these really old. They were like from the 1950s. National Geographics, maybe older even, for like a quarter a piece. Do you know how much history you get by reading old magazines? It's really neat. So there were things like that, magazines, and even arts and craft supplies. And then you just turn around and redonate what you don't need once you're done with it if you're living really small, right? Now, if you live in a house, you tend to keep the stuff and store it in some closet and go buy bins for it and organize it. But if you're road schooling, you don't wanna keep this stuff so long, so you might just re-donate it. All right, here's something else I learned from almost road schooling. I realized how much money we spent, not just on shopping for knickknacks and stuff, but home maintenance and, whether it's <laughs> right now forestry carpeting or painting your walls or getting fertilizer for your grass. I mean, all of these different things, things that you need parts to fix something. So that now you have it out in your garage or your shop or whatever. These are all things that you spend a lot of money on and you don't really think about it until you realize you're not going to keep most of that stuff. You're going to keep very, very basic tools with you. That's it if you're road schooling and you're living out of a travel trailer. So that was very mind, <laughs> it was mind blowing really because I realized how much money we spent on our home and how low our expenses would be if we were traveling like that. And you don't have to travel lots of miles all of the time. You can travel just a little ways and get a new experience. So I also became very aware of just how much money we spend with normal living. And you certainly can spend a lot of money if you're road schooling, but you can also keep your costs pretty low. Here's what it really boiled down to, I think, for me, I think my mind got in the way of allowing my family to have an amazing experience. And we may have done it, for a year, we may have ended up doing it longer. I have a feeling we would have done it longer if we would have taken the plunge because we had done all of the work. We were ready to sell the house. We had the fifth wheel, we had the truck. We were prepared to do this. And it took us probably six months to get prepared to actually get that house on the market market but not just it wasn't just selling your house it was literally wrapping your mind around a completely different lifestyle so i think i let fear get in my way and if i had it to do over again i wouldn't let fear get in my way now you might be looking at me thinking why don't you do it now your kids are still 14 and 16 here's why we have a very different lifestyle now we have horses we have chickens we have rabbits <laughs> one daughter has snakes we have a lot of dogs. Back then, we didn't actually have all of the livestock that we do now. So it's a it's a different game. And my kids are also older and have a lot more input now than they did when they were four and six. When they were four and six, it was just going to be, let's go, you know, and it is what it is. But when they're older, that's a little bit different story because I would still love to do it. and. Maybe someday we'll do it for a few months or something, but time's ticking here. (laughs) I have like a year left with my oldest at home. So that's why we don't do that now. But I can recognize now that we were in a moment in time where we could have absolutely done it and I let fear get in the way. So what I'm here to do today is to say, if you think road schooling is something that you might be able to actually do, if you have the geographical freedom to do that, you know, while making an income. Don't let fear get in your way. Really push through that fear and challenge yourself. I think you can do it if it's something that is really appealing to you and something you actually want to do. It's not for everybody. It's not something everybody wants to do. But I wish I would have done it. And I can tell you I have followed some road schooling families and their pictures and experiences make me go, oh, I missed. I missed a golden opportunity in my life. So that's, that's really the bottom line here. And I want to circle back around one more time to the journey of almost road schooling led me down a solid path of exploring minimalism and unloading a lot of stuff. I cannot begin to tell you how much time we spend cleaning things we don't really need, organizing things we don't really need, buying things we don't really need. And what that does is it takes time from doing the things that you really love to do that are really important to you, and from spending time with the people you really love. And in my experience, You know, I've been a cranky mom before because things are a mess. Why, when my kids were really little? Because they had too much stuff. They had too much. They did not need that many toys. And at some point, because of exploring this, I realized that and we really downsized their toys because I decided I would rather be a happy mom and have my kids have less stuff to clean up at the end of the day than a cranky mom with kids who had lots of stuff. That was my choice. So almost road schooling. I didn't get the full experience, no way at all. But what I did get were a lot of lessons that changed me to my core and I believe make me a better person today. So with that in mind, I have decided to offer you the opportunity to meet with me for half an hour. If you would like to book a call with me, I can help you get started with having less stuff with minimizing what you have in your house. If you would like a little bit of help, go to homeschoolthinktank.com and book a call with me. Also, I'll have the link to book a call in the blog post that goes with this episode. So click on the link in the show notes below and you will find all the information you need in that link. I hope to meet you soon. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, then please remember to hit the subscribe button and share it with anyone who you think would find this information useful. Thanks so much. Have a great week.